You are listening to the Therefore I Geek podcast, episode number 27. everybody i'm andrew and i'm tracy and we're here once again with mike federale from tidewater comic con hey guys welcome back mike thanks for having me back <laughs> i have to immediately say that you guys are, are are doing the npr voice and you guys have the most gear that i've ever seen of anybody doing their podcast <laughs> ever 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 it is like it's all lit up like uh houston like nasa like it's really really cool nice yeah well we're important and so we have to have important gear it, absolutely no this is what happens when i when i have minimal experience doing this like a little bit of you know on the side stuff and i just like oh i want to have toys no no, no. This, is like, <laughs> this is legit gear this don't is get me wrong i'm just saying like there's so much of it I'm like, oh my gosh you're like you guys want to come over record show? Yeah, yeah yeah sure oh my gosh look at all this it, it usually overly a, professional it's usually got a nice little box um however we've discovered the box doesn't fit in my car right like i measured like the door space and whatnot it's like oh yeah sure it'll fit in my car and then i was like oh wait i forgot about the door itself it so you're saying that you're that level of of particular and caring for all this stuff that you like you've measured things out and you know how much gear it is and all that stuff well i figured if i had i was getting the box for it and it was like all right but i need to be able to transport this for like for like the tie water show sure whatnot. right like all right yeah let me let me just measure out and make sure i'm not you know screwing this i totally screwed it up no i'm saying i like that you're taking well, that level of care for it. like I, I just throw stuff in a box andrew's an engineer go. right so he does the engineer things. Like every engineer joke you've ever heard, that's him. I'm surprised yeah. you guys don't have one of the uh, the big roadie boxes that they put like kisses amps in and stuff that, like that. That's exactly what this is. <laughs> <laughs> does it really fit? Are, you, are you serious? Yeah. That's what it is? Yeah. Close like a road to, star? Yeah. Oh my gosh, that's so great. Yeah, with I mean, it's got wheels and everything. Oh, and, that's actually makes it, me really, really happy. You have no idea. <laughs> I actually, like that. I like that based based on looking at how much gear you have. I assumed you had one of those or like must. That's so good. <laughs> Wait, wait, does it have, like, writing on the side? Like, do you have, like, spray-painted, like, do not touch not Andrew's yet. guitars? Like, that kind of stuff? Not yet, only because I don't have uh, stencils. I will gladly help you <laughs> yes. make that happen. Yes. Yeah. I've also got, like, a, I've got a giant Ziploc bag of, like, random stickers I've acquired that we just oh, yeah. start plastering all over. Oh, it. absolutely. Yeah, make it look like you guys have been toying around the world and stuff. Yeah, <laughs> yep. yeah, yeah. This is where we open for, uh, <laughs> this is where we open for Cheap Trick at Budokan. Yeah, I got you. Nice. Uh, good times. So, Mike, the uh, the next show is coming up in just a couple months. Uh, nine weeks, May sixteenth and seventeenth. Wow. Yeah, nine weeks. Yeah, it's long, long yeah. nine weeks. It's though. not. It's really. It's like it's coming up really, really fast. It's feeling really good that it's like you know. I mean, I mean you basically count down Wednesdays, which we already do anyway because yeah. we comic books. So it's yeah. like all right, so right. A couple more Wednesdays and it's here. So. so when we saw you, probably about this far out from the last one. Yep. You were way more stressed. Oh, you yeah, yeah, yeah. seem way more chill right now. <laughs> I'm I'm better at it. Like like uh, before we started recording, there were some things that happened. Like I'm 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 trying to try to word this the exact right way. I'm letting more people help with some things. Like it's right. it's hard to let go of the reins of sure. most of the show. But it's like all right, people want to help out with flyers, they can help out with flyers. People yeah. want to help out with like us doing the garage sales and just do smaller events. 
Um, just recently, Tobias Ellis and Zach Carr helped out with our Star Wars night at Dave and Buster's. Nice little things like that. Yeah. It's like okay, I can I can step back a little bit. It doesn't You're have delegating to be a little more. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't have to be every single place, every single time, every single thing. So yeah, yeah. I've noticed you. Uh, what, about a month, month, month and a half ago, you uh, kind of handed over the reins for some of the website stuff and the, yeah. and the Facebook. I had to. I absolutely <laughs> had to. Like I really, really did. And then there were some things that we did, which was just simple, like you know. Um, you can no longer message the Facebook page. You have to put an email in through everything. So it's like, Good. we can keep track of that easier. And like, yeah, that makes sense though. Yeah. Uh, it was great. It was wonderful actually. Cause like <laughs> it was, it was like, I was telling, I was telling Tracy, it was like, like, you know, on a, on a good day, there's only 20 or so emails to respond to. And on a bad day, it's like a hundred and the replies from the previous day is good mm-hmm. 20, you know? So right. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so, so so what new stuff do we have looking forward you know looking forward to the at this convention? Oh, let's talk about let's talk about it in uh, no particular order. Okay, um, yeah, no particular. Order. The Batmobile, I could I could not be more excited about that. Um, also, let's see the Batmobile. We have a couple of vehicles that we're not going to talk about yet until they're like officially signed contracts and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, the celebrities that we do absolutely have locked in: Sam Witwer, Megan Rath, Sam Huntington. Chloe Dykstra and Kelly Who are like the the, mm-hmm. the top tier stuff that we got. Um, there's the comic book creators, um, Fabian Nicieza, Greg Land, Ron Mars, uh, Chad Harden. Uh, I mean, like, whoa! Oh no! <laughs> I saw that happening. The ceiling is like coming down on Mike's head. Yeah. Sorry. What, what was this? It's, it's not really. It's, it's a ceiling. bamboo. It's some kind of decorative straw or something. I don't it know. is, isn't it? It's like decorative grass. All right. <laughs> <laughs> it looks now. It looks like now. It looks like uh, all of your rock and roll gear and the set of the the Martha Stewart show. Yeah. <laughs> Is, was this a segment? Was this? Did you make your own? Um... Yes, that was on purpose. Was this? Uh, what was this? What it's actually lemongrass. Lemongrass? Yeah. It doesn't smell like lemongrass. Well, it's dried. It smells like Kentucky Blue. No. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's a. Uh, it's man. It's like it's like you made your own mistletoe. That's what it looks like. Oh, looks yeah, like, kind of yeah. a little bit. Yes. But it, I actually booby trapped it so that r- at the right moment it would just fall in. Your but head. that wasn't the right moment. No. No, that it was just uh, failed. <laughs> just, failed. Just oddly inconvenient. Um, uh, Kevin McGuire. Yeah, like like I, I encourage anybody. Will's Portasio especially. Um, and, yeah. He... And uh, Pascal Campione. Both of them did our exclusive covers. That's the other mm-hmm. major major yeah. thing that's different from last year was we have an exclusive Star Wars number one cover and a Spider Gwen number one cover. And since you guys, I know you guys love little factoids like this, um, there was a misprint in the Spider-Gwen, number one. So there are only a thousand that still have the misprint and are still in circulation and they're like already shooting up in price. The other ones, like the the reprinted ones that are, that are correct are now out in circulation and all this mm-hmm. kind of stuff. So basically we have, we already have a rare comic because there's like 3,000 of the, the correctly printed ones, but there's mm-hmm. also 1,000 of the incorrectly printed ones, which I think is awesome. That's very so, cool. Nice. Yeah. It's, it's really nice because it's like, uh, it's clearly a mistake. It's wrong, but it's like I don't care. I I, I want that. That's that's cool. No, well, I mean those, those kind of issues are fun. I've got the um, All Star Batman and Robin that they didn't uh, blank out all the curses. Yes, correctly. yes, where Batgirl's like swearing up a storm. Yep. Yeah, that's <laughs> a really good one. Um, so out of curiosity, like since this is now the kind of the third third version of the convention we're going through. This uh, this is this is uh this is where there's some discrepancy. Some people say three. I count every garage sale we did like to make the show happen. So it's like, for me, this is like the 10th or 12th <laughs> event. It's like, right. but it's like, as far as the big shows, yeah, this yeah. is the third official big show, like doors open at a certain time and all that stuff. Yeah. 
Yeah. So how do, how has your your vision of the show changed uh, over the since from the from the first ver- from the first show to till now? Do you want the um, everything is awesome version, or do you want the mo money mo problems version? I'll take, I'll t- I'll, I'll, no, I'll take other. Okay, so there's, it's a little bit of both. Everything is awesome. It's just, it's getting bigger. The show's getting more recognition. People are coming from further out of town. It's it's great. Like we're easily getting some celebrities, and we're easily getting comic book creators. Um, the Mo Money Mo Problems one is because I it's important to me that it be a low dough show. It's something that people can afford to go to, and the kids twelve and under are free. It means that there's like problems every now and again where it's like somebody comes and goes like, well, yeah, I'll go to your show for $20,000. Well, that's not going to happen. So like we have to wait and, and as we grow, things will get bigger that way. Right. And two days and not three days and like properly stepping up, not, not going, let's go ahead and shoot for the moon today. You know? Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's smart. That's actually one of the things I like. I think I like most about the show is that you guys are doing this in a real controlled reasonable manner i like that you think that (laughs) that's what it comes across to is that's cool if you if if that's how it looks on the outside that's great because on the inside it's like (laughs) it's like monkeys painting a barn it's it's like all right boys (laughs) you over here you over here you get that haystack hey get that haystack yeah nice um, well, that, and that's something that we've commented on with uh, co- conventions that are brand new and conventions that aren't brand new, that you can always tell when there's chaos on the inside because sure. there's a lot of chaos on the outside. Yeah, absolutely. And if absolutely. you're, if the people coming in are, I mean, all we heard after the show last time was just how well placed everything was and how smoothly everything The well placed makes me happy. The well, the, <laughs> how smoothly run makes me happy. But there's some, like, when you go to a good show and like I can tell you like, going to as many shows as I've gone now just like to study them and stuff like that it's like you know a good show when there's only one person running around like a chicken with their head cut off when you see one person that's like okay that guy's putting out the fires that's exactly what he's supposed to be doing all day that's one when you see like 10 people doing that or I was at a show recently um, not too recently um where we, I asked for help from somebody, and like I'm not, I'm not expecting more help because I work at a show. Right. I was just like, you know, just going up like anybody else would. Hey, can I get some help? And it was, I don't know how to help you. And the person walked away, and I'm like, that is the worst. I was like, and so immediately it was, we had a, we had a meeting a couple of days later, and like everybody at, you know, when we get together, like all the volunteers, it was like, if you ever say this to someone, <laughs> you no longer help the show, volunteer yeah. anything. It was yeah. like. I don't want that experience. I, I didn't like that experience for myself, so yeah. I definitely don't want to put that experience out there. So it's like you can pick up all kinds of stuff. Like uh, we were talking about some really good things about MarsCon, which yeah. you, which you didn't get to attend because you were ill. You missed a good show. You missed a bunch yeah. of like really fun stuff. Um, that's a really well-run show. It's like it's, yeah. they're really nice people. Everybody's really excited to be there. You can tell that like – and I don't mean to say this in a negative way at all. It's like uh, it's an, not an older crowd, but it's a – it is people that have been doing it for a long time. Mm-hmm. People that have stuck with like it's they a do veteran the crowd. Yeah, let's say there you go. Like, because I don't want to make it sound like it's all old people. It's not that. It's like when somebody comes up to you and they're like, "I've been working at this show for ten years." Like, well, that it must be good. It must be yeah. you must enjoy yeah. it. You must you know. And yeah. I, that's what I w- would like to be able to say. It's yeah. like, that's oh my nice. gosh, it's like the ten year for our show would be like, oh, it's it's perfect. Like everybody's yeah. everybody really really knows their place. Everybody knows all their jobs. Da 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 da. But um. But I, I do, again, like I said, I appreciate you saying that it looks like it's run well from the outside. Yeah. No, I mean, I mean, there's certain shows we've gone to. Um, 
not not to you know, point figures too much, but like Awesome Con kind of drove me a little nuts last year, just because they were so they, they. When we were trying to get in, that was the hard part. Well, yeah, so After that, it was fine. They I've scaled, heard I say, like I've heard great things. I got the only thing that I did hear, like you're saying, is like that the crowd was like just more than they were expecting, and it's right. like, hey man, like is that the, is that the failure of success? I don't know what that is. You <laughs> well, know? I, I think they just they just scaled up so quickly they weren't yeah. ready for it. Yeah, it's possible. It's absolutely possible. I, I mean. But like I said, I've heard nothing but good stuff about that show. It's just like, yeah, like once when we, you when you go from what's it like was it eight thousand one year to twenty five thousand the next? It's like, yeah. of course, of I course, mean, there's yeah. gonna be some growing pains and some stretch, and they got yeah. Do. Once we were in, things were fine. But yeah, yeah. It, was, it was that getting in. I was just like, oh, you gotta be kidding me. I, you know what's really funny about that? Like the and I don't mean just from them either. It's like the more I the more I think about it, like there's something that I really want to do with this next show that I've never seen anybody do. And it's uh, I mean, the closest thing I could come to for a name for it would be like a reverse line. So it's like if you have 20, let's say you have five rows of lines, right? And you have, each of them is going up to one person. I don't see why you can't take two people and go like through the line itself. Yeah, no, absolutely. I would love that. So if you guys are in line and I walk up to you rather than you come up to me. Exactly. And I can just burn through. And then it's like, you know, okay. That would be amazing. And that's that's something that they do at... um, like on, on Black Friday, a lot of retailers will do that right. with the little thing. And it makes the line so much exactly. better. So if, because like, people feel, even if you don't get approached, you feel like they're doing something about the problem. Right. Yeah, yeah, and that's yeah. all you need. You're not sitting there waiting in line. Someone's working through that line to try to get to you faster. I feel like that's a, a big thing. There'd still be a place to check in, but it would also be, oh, there's some people just literally standing here that can hand out like the wristbands and yeah. stuff like that. It's like when you when people are doing it like so modern with like they're like people can check in on phones. So yeah. it's like, if I walk up to you, you have your ticket ready. I scan it. I immediately slap you, your wristband. You go. That's it. Right. You know, it's like, it's, th- at that point, you've created, well, let's just random, let's say 10 lines instead of one big line. You, mm-hmm. You've broken it up and gone, all right, you know, this, you know, 10 volunteers are going to go in sets of 10 and like, just move these people in. Yeah. That's, that's what I want to well, see. It makes me think a little bit of like a uh, certain drive through um, like fast food chains. They'll have the person out there. I know exactly who you're talking about. You just don't want to say the name? I mean, Ch- Chick-fil-A. I know Chick-fil-A, Chick-fil-A is the one around here. You that call tends it Chick-fil-A up here? Chick-fil-A? Chicken-fil-A. No. No, they call it Chick-fil-A where I'm at. Oh. Yeah. Weird. Um, and, like, they I'm, don't do that, Andrew. Yeah, I was totally okay. I was like, <laughs> it's, it's like, not I, even spelled I'm out. Gonna, <laughs> I mean, I'm just, I'm just going to run with it. But <laughs> no, oh, <laughs> the... Um, like, I, I grew up out on the West Coast and we in and out Burger and they do the yeah. same thing. Oh, that's good. Yeah, they'll, they'll they'll work their way. You know, they'll have someone out there and they'll work their way back through the drive-through line. That helps a lot. If I could, if if I was allowed to do it at the convention, I'd have people on freaking roller skates. Like I'd be like, just, ah, that just, would be just the, go. That but would I, be. I would sign up just to do the roller yeah. skate thing. <laughs> some some kind of insurance. I'm claim. There, I'm sure there is. I don't know how that works because we've had the Dominion Derby girls out there before, and it's like I like that. It's cool. Yeah. It's like like. Yeah. There are some things that people don't have at comic book shows because so they don't think they relate. But it's like, look, man, it's it's all close enough. Like, I don't think that somebody who thinks, look, look, if you think seeing Iron Man fly through the sky is cool, you probably just as as much think that seeing people circle around and like beat each other up at a derby is cool. Right. Like, it's like, okay, you know, yeah, it's like yeah. if you like watching Hulk smash, and you would probably like watching ten small Hulk smash. I don't know, <laughs> or monster trucks yeah. or on whatever. Wheels? Yeah, yeah, ten small Hulks on a wheel smashing each other. <laughs> I'm, that would I'm, be the greatest show ever. Yeah, yeah, it would be. That's um, actually funny. pretty good. I like you that. guys, you guys are. I, I know you must be a sci-fi fan because you're at MarsCon. Oh yeah, um, we're doing a droid derby. Ah, uh, now wait, hold on. It might on the day of the show. It might not be called that for legal reasons. It might not right. be called that. Okay. There will be a certain small whistling robot, two of him, that kids can race 
That's uh, fantastic. Around some tables oh, and back. That's, that's and like the amazing. fastest one wins for the day and all that kind of yeah. stuff. Yeah. Wait, when you say kids, like what is the age range? Like, <laughs> any, look, anybody, under 35. Anybody, anybody can, <laughs> but if there's a small child behind you, that small child will be allowed to play first. It's oh. just that simple. Yeah. Um, I'm going to walk in now, on my knees. What's the Christmas song? Uh, from from 1 to 92? Yes. Yep. The, 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 kids the, from 1 to yeah. 92. Yeah. Kids oh, yeah. from 1 to 92. Yeah. I fall under that range. There so you go. we're good. The 93 year olds, you, you would just shit out a lot. Is that Nat King Cole lyric? Yes, it is. Yes. Yeah, okay. It's a Christmas song. Yeah, yeah, there, there you go. For the reason I was like trying to associate that with Toys R Us, <laughs> it wasn't happening. I was like, is that in the lyrics? No, I don't. I don't. I don't know. And I was even going, I was even starting like to, to, hum the, to search hum the through song, my mind yeah. for the, the showbiz pizza lyrics. Nice. Oh, it's not there. So, Tracy, you had something else you wanted to bring up. I did. Know. So we're talking about conventions. We're talking about working conventions. And today, um, Alan, well, okay. So Friday, Alan Tudyk tweeted that he and Nathan Fillion wanted to work on a project together again. And of course, all of Firefly fandom went bonkers sure. instantly. Right. Um, and he said that, you know, all would be revealed on Wednesday. Well, it's Wednesday. Um, and of course, this is going to be released next Tuesday. So it'll be... Um, more stuff, I'm sure, will happen after this. But they they announced this morning that they were doing an Indiegogo crowdfunding um, campaign to start Con Man, which is uh, supposed to be a series of um, ten minute webisodes of this of this short show in which Alan Tudyk plays this guy who works at a convention, and he doesn't think that Convention Man sounds quite as cool, so he's going with Con right. Man. <clears throat> well, it's <laughs> awesome. It's yeah, it's it's quite. It looks really interesting, and I'm a huge fan of both of them. And interestingly enough, in about six hours, they had completely funded and gone and hit at least one of their stretch goals. So it doesn't shock me at all. I think like, they've actually no. hit a second one now too. Ugh. That doesn't. Yeah, that doesn't That's surprise so me. Either. <laughs> um, it's it's awesome. As a no, fan, no, no, yeah. I'm super excited. Um, at, at least two, I was looking, scrolling down and, you know, they have the list of all of the perks that you get is uh, the more money you donate. And the, uh, the top perk was if you donate 10 grand, two people have donated 10,000. Oh man, it was everything. It was, you get to go to, cause they're going, they're actually putting on two fake, well, one to maybe two fake conventions to actually oh, do the filming. That's so you get great. to attend, you get to like help out yeah, and yeah, stuff. Yeah. You get signed like headshots of the two guys and so like signing wait 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 just i, I, know, I know this isn't real but like it's like you're so you're paying ten thousand dollars to be a free work. extra yeah like, to okay, work. okay good. yeah, yeah basically kind of. yeah you're in the back you're in the background you get to maybe have a scene with them or something like that sure. so, okay here's your water sir or something, right, right, say right. something along those lines um and I, again as a fan i i see two things here first of all i see that firefly fans are awesome which we are yeah um and then also just the ability of Nathan Fillion and Alan Tudyk, but especially Fillion, to just tap into his fan base, and see. I and this is what we were we briefly brought up earlier when I I mentioned this this as a topic, is that I see him goofing off on Twitter right. and doing silly things at every convention. He goes to all the conventions, not all of them, but many of them, um, especially in his home area. He, he hams it up for the fans. Right. Um, he does goofy, silly things. Like he goes out and does like, I, um, I know that there was, um, for a little while, there was some kind of a campaign among his fans trying to get him to take a picture with a ball of twine. I, I don't think he actually <laughs> ended up taking the picture because it ended up being some other awkward situation. Right. But typically that's the type of thing that he does. Like he's, he's on board for it. You, you yell yeah, at him oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. and he'll, he'll do anything. It was, um, I, I'm not disagreeing with that I'm, in any way. 
I was like, I think the, the the thing that you might be leaving out there too is Whedon fans. Like, like you you said, like here, you know, oh, Josh Whedon fans, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like that's fine, but like, like, no, that's also true. It's, and it's like I'm sure he retweeted that. I'm sure he's helping out, sure. like, n- not not in a production capacity, but just. Saying, but Whedon like, does look, the same thing. He yeah, also absolutely. reaches he, out yeah, to his exactly. fans. He's goofy. Yep. Um. There's the whole um. There's a GIF online of well, there's a video of him obviously um to make a GIF, but where he says something about how his fans are awesome and special, and then he kind of looks into the camera and he goes, and they're better than other people. Nice. And then of course. <laughs> it's a huge joke but at the same time you can't help but feel good when you're already his fan and you he's shouting out directly to you and telling (laughs) you how awesome you are and that brings in money that's amazing um so i i I really am interested to get your take on the idea of putting on fake conventions to do oh my gosh i didn't think about that that's crazy isn't that awesome that's kind of a weird Okay, I mean, no, there's for, no such thing all, as a fake convention. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, like so they're gonna put, a, number, yeah, yeah right, right. you're gonna put on a convention or you're not. So um, here we go. We've got Nathan Fillion and Alan Tudyk producing at least one convention. Yeah. What's it based? I, I, they haven't said what it's based on, as far as I know. It has to be sci-fi con because they wouldn't be yeah. able to be just comic book. It'd probably yeah. be a little bit of both. So it's like Galaxy have, Quest, but yeah, from the exactly, other side. Exactly. That's, that's that was when, well, I, when you told me that was the first thing I thought I was like, oh my god, they're too. making their yeah. own Galaxy Quest. Yeah. Like, but they're doing it themselves with themselves in it. That'd be like that would be like Shatner and Nimoy starring in Galaxy Quest. That it's would like, be okay, awesome. Then you'd yeah. be like, wow, they are totally having fun with like you know all this stuff in their past. Uh, but the fact that they're doing it is like really really great inside joke. Clearly, they're you know big fans and friends of each other, so I think that's awesome. As far as them making their own cons to do it, uh... that's a lot of work. Oh yeah, it's absolutely for a ten-minute <laughs> webisode. I think if you're saying that, look, God. look, if they're doing, I mean, like what? So two different walls of a building to show a couple aisles of stuff. They'll probably do. I could, I could easily see them doing walking the main floor. I could see them doing um, some autograph signings and then and some kind of panel work. It's not hard to pull those off visually. True. Abs- True. Like that's probably the easiest thing that they'll have to do. Like. I, I saw that it was like what uh, I read further in the article where they said they'll at one point do a flashback to an episode. Yeah. So I really, really, and I, I know this is like probably way, way off track, but like when I saw that, I was like, God, how great would it be if they could just have one guy standing behind them and it's Joss Whedon. And it's like, just to do it. Like yeah. it just completely Which this meta is... show within show within show. Yeah. Like right. this, this, this Russian nesting doll of jokes upon itself. That would be so <laughs> fantastic. Well, and, and I see that happening just because Joss Whedon himself has reached out and get, given us Dr. Horrible's sing-along right. blog yeah. on the internet. He loves his internet fans. Yeah. So I could absolutely see him jumping in on this. I think with, especially with uh, LeVar Burton having done this for Reading Rainbow and yep. the fans that were able to make a Veronica Mars movie. Yes. I think you're going to see more and more stuff like this. Um, we were talking about Will Wheaton. He's got a show and he has a really, yeah. really loyal fan base. Chris Hardwick has a really, really loyal fan base. If these guys want to do something that's like fun and creative, they at least know that they can bypass studios altogether yeah. and just say, I know, uh, what was the guy that got a whole lot of crap for it? Zach Braff. People were like, oh, yeah. Like, uh, I think Kevin Smith attacked him, too. He's like, he's like, you should have just gone to a studio and gotten some money. He's like, yeah, I didn't want to. I didn't want to feel, you know, obliged to whatever they had to say. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, I know this sounds really, really weird comparison because it's by no means the same, but it's like we had people offer us money to, like, to buy out the show. Like, straight up buy me out. Like, oh, I, like, I was wondering if somebody might be doing <laughs> couple, that pretty soon, a couple, yeah. A couple. Like, wow. the next day, it was, like, inundated with, hey, the show is really good. Um... I can get you some money. How much you need? I'm like, what are you talking about? It was like, well, let me buy in. Let me this, this, this. Some of it was people that I've known for a long time. And some of it was absolute strangers, which like, they were both very, very flattering. But it, it comes down to the, probably the same thing where it's like, look, 
here's here's two guys doing it. They know they can reach out to their fan base directly. Why bother exactly. having somebody else yeah. be able to come in and look over your shoulder and go like, like for me, it would be this. It would like, I don't like where you put that Batmobile. Like, well, no, I'm putting it right here. Like, no, you should move it over. No, no, it should go over here like that. Yeah. That's yeah. what it would be for me. And I would, I would go out of my mind. Like, that's what kind of keeps it stress-free for me now yeah. is that it's still mine. I can still do what I want, you know? Yeah. And the other thing kind of taps into what you were, you have said several times, um, just like on Facebook and that, that the garage sales that you use to fund Tidewater Comic Con also let you um, have a hands-on approach to knowing how excited the fans are. Right. I think this is the same thing. Indiegogo tells me my fans are ready yes, to see exactly. me and Alan Tudyk together exactly. like, in, a, I, in like, a film. And, and again, to, to, to say it with... <laughs> With Veronica Mars, with the Reading Rainbow thing, there's there's a ton of movies that are getting made left and right. Um, what was it? Uh, because of uh, there's a Kevin Smith thing because he doesn't he because he didn't want to, he didn't want to use that, but so he put out he funded a really small movie to make Clerks three. And this and in some small way, it's like look, he believes in himself. He can do this. There's enough fans. There's fans that went to go see that freaking Walrus movie, right? Just to see Clerks three. Yeah. Like just to have a hand in helping. I'm like I I get it. You know, it's like. To have to have your fingers on the pulse of your fans that strong is like that's great. Yeah. Well, the other thing that's nice is, is, just, is in general, it's a community engagement. I mean, same thing with same thing with the garage sales. You know, you get the local stores involved, you right? Get people who donate comics and other stuff, and and we all come out. And I mean, literally the garage sale—they're at someone's house. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, there's a real close knit sense of community, and and while well, the, the Firefly stuff is on the internet, you know, this kind of engagement. Helps helps keep that 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 family feeling. And I, th- I think with both, it's a, it's that there's a there is a more direct connection, and even with Twitter, it's like sometimes people like like I've reached out to some celebrities and they've replied or they've like they've liked a comment. That I've, I've done that before. It's the best day of my yeah, life every it's time. Like, oh wow, that's, that's wonderful. <laughs> like, like when, <laughs> yes. we've, when we've tried over and over and over again to email somebody, they just don't get back to me. It's like okay, so like you, you put up a tweet and like the guy actually does go oh like. Even when somebody says, like Mike McNola was like, I'm sorry I'm booked that weekend. Like, I'm not available for that show. Great. He at least told me. It's yes. Like, this is wonderful. You're treating me with some level of respect. Yeah. You're yeah. like, you're, you're, you're treating me like a person. And to me, yeah. you're this, you know, this, this big celebrity. It means a lot. It really yeah. does mean yeah. a lot. Even, even when it's sadly a no that you heard it here first, Mike McNola will not be at Tidewater Comic Con. It's like, okay, but... That he himself did it. That it was yeah. like, or, yeah. or whatever. Even his assistants, however you look at that, it's like that they got back to you. Like they're like mm-hmm. there. There now is this. Before, like maybe six degrees, maybe somebody knows somebody knows somebody. Right. But now it's like Mike Mignola told me himself he can't make it. That's a that's a good feeling. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I, I, he he's actually one of the uh, one of the probably the nicest people I've ever met at the convention. Mike Mignola. Yeah. Have you met his brother? I have not. Um. Unless I'm wrong about this, I was pretty sure somebody told me this was his brother. I guess he attends some of the cons with him and yeah. like really likes to talk about uh, folklore and monster books and all this kind of nice. stuff. Nice. Oh, that's like, cool. I, like, I just heard that today, actually. Yeah, it, that's it was really actually awesome. funny. Like I went from a Mike Mignola panel to an Orson Scott Card panel, <laughs> and, and it, it was worlds of difference. I was about to say. Oh God. Like was it after he was like? Wait, this was at no. Emerald City Con. No, wasn't no, 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 no. This was oh. at New York, like six years ago. Mm. Was no. this before he'd been like bashed publicly for like? He's got some strange beliefs and no. whatnot. Oh, okay, okay. No, but he was still like just. I mean, like the man's a very talented writer, but he was just super arrogant and wow. very, very full of himself. Was he as arrogant as uh, George R. R. Martin? Probably not. Okay, good. Um, he also went on like a fifteen-minute rant against used video games. Okay. 
I, I guess I guess one of his kids is a video game designer. Oh, okay. And he's just like really against using. But it just, it seemed like an odd use of his time. No, well, I mean, sometimes you like like even sitting here right now. Sometimes you just you, you think of a random thing. Yeah, if you guys true. Like if I'm sitting here and like I start saying something crazy and you guys are like, oh well, let him go. Like like <laughs> you think somebody at the show, you think somebody at like at the at the level of like assistant event coordinator is gonna go like. Well, I gotta stop Orson Scott Card. <laughs> right? On. Hey, none right, of that, no, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> you're here to talk about you're here to talk Writing. about Ultimate Iron Man two. Right. <laughs> like, oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, like, like me. Like, like, if given the chance, if you guys want to talk about it for any any length of time, I would love to discuss that. I think that George R. R. Martin's middle initials stand for really rad. Tracy, you want to touch that one? Oh <laughs> no. Do you know what they stand for? I have no idea what it's really rad. They don't. They do. They really don't. They do. However, he's not really rad at all. I, I've heard this. I have. I have but a I whole like rant, and it's actually on the blog. So I don't. I don't like listening to this. And you want to know? You can go read that. <laughs> I don't like that anybody has middle extra initials. I don't like that. So you don't like J.R.R. Tolkien? I feel like George R.R. R. Martin's doing that to be closer to. Oh, uh, you know what? I wouldn't be surprised at all. Yeah, and I, and you know what's really what's the sad thing about that is. J.R.R. Tolkien's middle initials do stand for really rad. They do, though. Yeah. That That is actually Because fact. he was. Yeah. yeah. Well, George R. R. Martin, it must have just had it legally changed to imitate. I have no doubt. Yeah. I have no doubt whatsoever. Yeah. And I also like to well, think Well, it's really that, too bad because it's a lie. I, I like to think <laughs> that J.R.R. Tolkien had it, like, tattooed across his stomach, and he would, like, flash people with it when he was skateboarding. <laughs> thug life. Yeah, exactly. Oh, God. Really rad. <laughs> really rad and thug life underneath the belly button. Sup. Yep. yep. I got a book. You want to read it? Like he's like that. He's that like that about it. You know what I mean? So? <laughs> no, that's, just, that's, just, that, that's just bringing back all kinds of memories. For like, from I got a coworker who who who's got something like that, and you're just like, dude, no. Oh no. Yeah, he's got th- he has thug life tattooed. Oh really? Yeah. I thought you meant like like he had a skateboard. <laughs> no 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 no. no. He, well, he was really into Lord of the Rings. A lot of people are. Yeah. <laughs> No, I would I would much prefer like a Lord of the Rings tattoo than 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 this. Dude. I would like, like to think that J.R.R. Tolkien has really rad tattooed on his stomach, and at one point had considered calling it Lord of the Boards. Yeah, yeah, actually, that that wouldn't surprise yeah. me at all because it's 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 got a, like a nice flow to it, nice yeah. rhyme. Yeah, but Lord good. of the Board. Make Lord of the Rings make more sense. Uh, you're probably right. You're probably right. But <laughs> well, again, just it rhymes. You know, I mean, that's on him. <laughs> I don't want to have a say in how he does his stuff. I didn't invest in Lord of the Rings. Like, if <laughs> imagine, look, look, look. so let's go the other way with it. Imagine today, today, J.R.R. Tolkien exists today, or George R.R. Martin. Let's go the other yeah. way with it, right? Yeah. And he's, you know, and uh, and they say he's if he if he came out and said, "Hey guys, I'm making was is the seventh book is the one that's not out." Yes, that's the sixth. Sixth. The sixth is coming out, isn't it? We're on five right now, George R. R. Martin books. Okay, right. So, so let's say the next one's coming out, and George R. R. Martin makes like some clever video, or let's say it's not a clever video. Let's say it's a really <laughs> bad video. It's one shot, and he's just sitting there in a chair, flipping off his fans. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And he's just, uh, and behind him is, uh, is, is just a, <laughs> is just a dry erase board with everyone's name, and above it, who dies next? Question mark. And like. Way too many are circled. Like whoever right. your favorite is, that one's circled. And he's like, "Hey guys, uh, uh, George really rad Martin here. Uh, I'm looking for some money to to make this next book. Um, I gotta take it to the printer." And th- like he goes through the whole list like they do right. in these videos and like explains to you what it really takes. And he's like, "I gotta take some time off, so you know I gotta stop working at Starbucks, like that kind of thing." And he's like, he's like breaking it down for. You. He's like, "Well, for five bucks, 
you can do this. A hundred bucks, you can get in the book. Like you, a thousand dollars, you could be killed off in a George R. R. Martin book. You could become a beloved character and then killed <laughs> off <laughs> out of spite. And then just to, you know, just to mess people. But let's say at the ten thousand dollar level, how you're saying people got involved with sure. the um, con man. Yeah. Let's let's say at ten thousand dollar ten thousand dollar level, you get first read of a George R. R. Martin book. First read, first read, and you're allowed to give notes. That he himself says he will he will actually sit down with your notes. When will this be happening, though? See, and that's my question. And then the he's timeline. Burn them in front of you. <laughs> the timeline's on him. That's that. That's he, he works at his own pace. But again, see, this is what I'm saying. Like, I can't. I can't. Like, like yeah, he probably no. wouldn't take the money because yeah. it's like, no, I can do this my own way, my own exactly. this, 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 this. Yeah. It's like I don't want somebody else putting their hands in the it. The input and, you know. isn't. Yeah, yeah, it's not necessary or helpful in many cases. Oh, I, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's so great. <laughs> Let me, let me, I gotta ask you guys this because I, because like, I'm trying to do this more. I'm trying to not be the guy that is like, like how you're saying it's like, it feels like a community show and all this kind of stuff. And, and, and bear in mind, I'm a human being and I have feelings. Okay. (laughs) What's something you want at the show that you didn't see or you feel like we could have? And I guess here, this is where we always get into it. That's within reason. Right. Don't say Stan Lee. Don't say 100 foot Sentinel. I was a good answer though. Good, yeah, hundred foot. Oh, I would l- look. You, you actually like whip gun up. Yeah, just, it didn't no, 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 no. fire. No, no, just whip. The look, gun. look, 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 look. Hundred foot sentinel slash water slide. There's your problem. There's your problem solver right there. Exactly. It's like, oh my god, did you guys go to the the Tower of Comic Con this year? Like, no, I, I missed it. Oh, you shouldn't have. They had a hundred foot sentinel with a water slide. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I wanted, to, so cool. I wanted to. I wanted to get to the so point cool. where we have crazy things that nobody else would ever think of, and like, as much as. I've seen some shows that do the the panel at the end where it's like tell us what we did wrong. Right. That blows my mind. The amount of like the amount of like stress and emotion that people are already under to sit there and take that afterwards. I'm yeah. like, yeah, that's like you're putting a bullseye on yourself when you could just yeah let it let it settle for two weeks yeah. and then do that. <laughs> yeah, like let yeah. everybody come out to like right. a, a pizza party and, and give yeah. you their opinion. But yeah. like yeah. Oh, oh, but but day of? No way. Some kid's gonna fall on the escalator, and that's all that, that dad's gonna think all week and be like, right. "You gotta fix that escalator." Well, yeah. you, you need to tie your kid's shoes. You know, like there's, <laughs> like, and I'm saying I don't know that I could, yeah. I, I don't know that I could sit there and take that, but I'm trying to. So, go ahead. I'll have to, I'll have to think about that for a minute. Oh, uh, well, no, 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 no. I, I, I think I left the booth for a total of 25 minutes at the last convention. <laughs> okay, like yeah. I had like I had I had one bathroom break. So and you I went want and got less attendees. <laughs> So that you can like freely roam around, not have to pay attention to a lot of people. More breaks. That's what it means. Yeah, for you. I think, I think more, yeah, more, more breaks. <laughs> more Trace, breaks. Tracy, get on that one. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. Um, the thing that I, the only thing that I can think of would be something along the lines of you could sc- you could scale us up or scale it down, but um, like there was so many cosplayers, it would be super cool if they could do something like a fan made video where you just like wrote into their characters or something like that if you had somebody that could we're, like sketch off the top of their head no absolutely we're we're trying to do and i guess that the thing was again that's that's year one you know like like so for the first show you just try to make sure the place doesn't burn down right like, exactly <laughs> the second show you go like okay can we do a little more for the cosplayers that want to entertain people sure like the masquerade there's things like that yeah um we're including the superhero movie trailer contest yes people can submit oh good i didn't i yeah. hadn't seen that in the list of things but i know you mentioned it on the podcast it's, last time so yeah, i'm, I'm super glad we've already got a couple submissions like sweet. we're actually really that's happy awesome. about it um what i didn't think to do like and and this is just one of those things that it happens it happens as you go i said superhero movie trailer contest 
never in a million years. Like I was like, okay, here's the basic rules. Da, 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 da. A lot of the emails came in. Does it have to be a hero? Like people want to make some villain ones. I'm like, oh my God, that's genius. Yeah, yeah, go yeah, ahead. Awesome. It's like, all right, right, so now it's like, so now the movie, the title doesn't exactly work, but like we expand that way. Um, a stage for the for the cosplayers to walk up to. And it's like part of the, like I said, like, you know, not to insult anybody who wants to go to the show or anything like that, but part of it is like, they'll see a show that was 120 bucks to attend and they're like, oh, they have this big stage and these huge lights and this MC and I saw this cosplay competition. It's like, yeah, that's not where we're at yet. I'd love to do that yeah. myself. Absolutely. Right. But when you're talking about like, you know, $5,000 light rig to make this yeah. thing work and it's like, we don't have that readily available. If you want to see some of these things this year, then we, again, more than happy to say, just like last year, Every single dime that came out of last year's show went into this year's show. So it's like mm-hmm. we'll we'll get to those like those bigger things with the, with the cosplay stuff. Um, the the contest is going to be different. There's going to be a, a check in place where people can both days. I haven't seen any. I mean, I guess I haven't 100 percent looked into it to see if a, a lot of places do this. But you can bring a second costume. Like just, yeah, like take your picture. You know, enter twice. There's no, there's no fee to, to do the contest. Oh, cool. I've seen places that do a fee for the contest. Like, look, man, you're just as entertaining to me. Like right. you, like I don't need two bucks for you to win this, this, this. Like, walk around in the costume. Some kid's gonna take the picture. He's gonna have the time of his life. Mm-hmm. Like that's that's cool. I don't see it as a hindrance to the show, as some places have or gotten in trouble for or, or caused a ruckus about. It's like I my my big thing big thing is. It's a party. Everybody's invited yeah. to whatever level you are a fan. If you got to come in and be like, I need to buy 100 comics while I'm here. Awesome. That's great. If you come in and just go, I want to see all the panels. That's cool. It's not one's better than the other. It's, you know, right. like one, like we've got a, uh, the, the kids zone, we've been working on a, a couple games, like, uh, because you guys like, because you guys like George really rad Martin so much. Uh, <laughs> we're making an Ultron throne. Like Ooh. we're making it to, we're making it. In the style of not right. exactly looking like the Game of Thrones thing. So it's like, all right, the movie will be out, all that kind of stuff. Very cool. Uh, we're making some some family-style cutouts. You could be any of the Avengers and put your head in the thing, whatever. Uh, and we're making something we... I, don't, I still don't have a proper name for it, but we're working on it. It's the... Uh, um, I guess we would call it the Infinity Gem Toss or the Infinity Bucket. Buckets. And it's an 8x4 uh, painting where Thanos is kind of doing the gloves like come at me kind of thing. Yeah. And on top is three buckets on the and the bottom is three buckets and they're individually colored and you have to take a uh, an Easter egg, a kid's Easter egg, colored egg, and try to toss it in. And if you get all six, you win some kind of prize. Nice. Sweet. Yeah. It's just goofy little stuff like that. Yeah. So That's awesome. Yeah. But that's what, I guess like, that's what's more important to me than saying like, let's get this, let's get this. It's like, yeah. I want you to be able to go and go like, um, there was so much there was, to do here. There was so much yeah. fun stuff to do. I didn't get to it all. Like it's like that's a that's that's the the best thing somebody could say is like, oh man, yeah. I, I was doing this and I did this and I saw the droid derby and I saw the Ultron toss right. and I saw these other things. Yeah. It's like, oh yeah, like I took as many pictures as I could, uh, but we, we ran out of time. There was a coloring contest for kids with like like all this stuff. Like I yeah. want the panels upstairs, everything. So no, I got it, to go be on there for a geek. I got to walk over. <laughs> no, I, I, that's one of the things I've, I've enjoyed most about this the, the show so far is it, it's been a very you know family friendly all inclusive environment. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, it's, it's been a lot of fun. I mean, I feel like I've been I've been to, to both of them now. You know that we that so far we got the third one. I'm hoping I can make it. You have got to go there. <laughs> yeah, we 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 will have a booth. Um, <laughs> it is not guaranteed that Tracy and I will be. In fact, I don't think Tracy's going to be there. Unfortunately, um, I will be graduating. So. Which is nice. I know. I know. You'll be graduating for two straight days. 
Yes. No, not, not possible. I'm not kidding. How long is that line for that diploma? It's, it's broken into two big segments, and then you, they have the big segment in the, on Saturday, and then you have to get the diploma on Sunday. It's a huge wreck. It's, it's a train wreck. It's fun. I will see you there. <laughs> I'll drag like all of my family and friends. That's how it should be. be yes, yeah, so you'd be like, oh. "Hey guys, we need to, we need to, mm, we need to speed this up." Like you tap on your watch, hey buddy. That or you're just gonna see me walking around with a picture of Tracy's face on a stick. Oh, there, that's that would good. also work. That's good. You know what you should do? You should get somebody to cosplay as Tracy, or you should get a cardboard <laughs> cutout. People can take their picture with her and win a prize. That, that would be so would great. Be so awesome. We can tag you guys on Instagram and all that stuff, and yeah, yeah. make it make a contest out of that. <laughs> Yeah, cosplay Tracy will be at Tidewater Comic Con. You guys hear to hear first. Cosplay Tracy. This would be a lot of fun. I think it's a great idea. If you can't be there, there should be a cardboard cutout of you. I'll accept a photocopy. I'll, I'll accept like a, just, a, just a paper thing taped to a chair. That'd be so great. Nice. I've at least, at least seen the spring for a yard, a good yard stick. <laughs> yep. Yep. Get it about you know proper eye level. Yeah, know. absolutely. Like yeah, like see if one person gets fooled by it. Just one. You get one person with it. Yeah. Right, so and I'll to... stand behind and be like, "Hey, everybody, I'm Tracy." Does it work? So we're gonna need to photocopy Tracy's face. And then you could do my <laughs> signature laugh. Oh, and I was just saying we're just gonna just we're, looping. We're yes. Just, we're, just, <laughs> we're just gonna push your face up against the, a photocopier. And... Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> nice. it clearly looks smashed. <laughs> yeah. That's good. It's a great. Oh, image. or or that would be that would be. A mean way to take it is if you don't show up, we will do that. If you don't show up, we'll do that, and we'll have it in the kids section, and people can throw darts. Nice. People can throw darts, or uh, I don't know, some kind of. Well, if I can't tomatoes. be famous, at least I'll be infamous. Sure. If it weren't sure, for the- that's some uh, three amigos logic right yeah. there. <laughs> if, if it weren't for the fact that I just filled all the holes in the office wall, I would. I may. Ha- I would think about having a dartboard with Tracy. <laughs> nice. That's well, awesome. I mean, that's basically what you do to my heart every time that you use there, there, and there incorrectly. In your oh, writing, so. she called you out. <laughs> that just happened. It's because I do it on purpose. Nice. <laughs> nice. I like at, to imagine at like, this point, I wouldn't even be surprised. I like to imagine that you guys are, are friends enough that she knows if you're using it incorrectly, even when you say it. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> that's she can just true. tell you're spelling that wrong in your head. Like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> We spend too much time around each other. It's really disturbing. <laughs> All right, so Mike, aside from the convention, what have you been into lately? Nothing, man. Come on. This is this is like twenty four no seven. There books. is no absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, no, I absolutely. I, actually, because of putting the show together, I've I've had to like put some off for a little while, and um, just now catching up to some things. Um, Did you read Spider Gwen? I have, come on, we 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 have an exclusive Spider Gwen. Yes. If you have the exclusive and yes. you don't read, it. I have read the first print and the second print nice. of our variant of Spider Gwen. Yes, I read Star Wars. I read Star Wars two. I, I really got into those. Um, the only one I'm missing out of that one is Princess Leia so far. I thought that Star Wars was good. I, I especially thought Darth Vader was great. Did you guys read that? Yes. What did you think of the uh, Boba Fett's buddy? That was good. That um, was amazing. It's a buff Chewbacca. It was so great. And it was like, oh, why didn't they make that happen in the movie? If you saw Buff Chewbacca by the third movie, you'd be so happy. Um, the Princess, Leia, Princess Leia was good, too. What's, what's, I've heard that it takes place right after she awards them the medals. Yeah. That's Pre- crazy. Yeah, I mean, pretty much it, like, it, like the first like, couple of panels is her like putting the, the medal on Luke. That's great. Yeah. That's so great. And it went in his weird mustard jacket. Yep. Oh, I hate that jacket. I, I just I don't like it. Like yeah, I, 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 I don't know if it's supposed to be a nod to uh, Bruce Lee or what. I have no idea. I think it was he needed clothes and Han had some. 
You telling me he stole Han's mustard jacket? Probably. No way, dude. That's that thing fit way too well. That fit way <laughs> too well. Although I would buy that, like, I would absolutely buy that Han Solo is a bit of a jerk. And it was like, uh, and he's like, he's like, we're gonna get these medals today. I don't know what to wear. And Han Solo's like, I got something you can wear, kid. <laughs> and it's like, and it's like it was given to him by his dad, Dave Solo, or his stepdad. His stepdad, Dave Solo, gave him that yellow jacket. He's like, yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll wear it. <laughs> That's my best Harrison Ford. My absolute best. <laughs> one of the things I love about that Dave Solo. <laughs> one of the things I love about that jacket about that jacket most is like is the the Marvel comics that came out right after the movie. Yeah. He was wearing it all the time because yep. I figured that's what he was going to be wearing in the next movie. Never saw Never it again. Never saw it again, yeah. Yeah. He's got... He's got <laughs> it's like a borrowed windbreaker. Yeah. It's like, you know what it is? It's like a fancy, fa- super fancy restaurant and like, and he can't go in without a jacket. And like, oh no, what am I supposed to do? I'm getting a, I'm getting a medal. And it's like, and they're like, well, right over here, sir. <laughs> they, give him, they give him that. <laughs> the, the, like the, the tie loner, as well. The loner the jacket. Tie. Yeah, 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 the loner jacket. <laughs> We're going to need that back. <laughs> Okay, all right, you get it back. You'll get it back, buddy. Yeah. Uh. I, I should be writing that. I hope that the I hope the next one is Luke Skywalker and exactly what we just talked about happens. Well, that's It'll what happened good. last time you were on our podcast. The very next the very next thing was we Spider-Man were Spider-Man and X-Men. Yep. X-Men. Yeah. Yep. That was that was come on, man. That wasn't hard to that wasn't hard to guess. True. That was I'm Still, saying, it wasn't it hard to guess. It happened. You're right. It's my Wolverine point. leaves, Wolverine and the X-Men. Who can they have come in? I really didn't call Spider-Man. It just makes sense. He was back in the books. He was like he was he was alive again. You want to get you more bang for your buck? True. Put him everywhere, right. everywhere. So Tracy, you're, you've been on spring break. So what have you been doing? I have been reading so D- much. Don't sound stuff. so happy. Are you reading a lot so, of comic books or books or? Um, actually, no comic books at the moment. What? Surprisingly, surprisingly, usually I am. Um, I was I just finished uh, Kurt Vonnegut's uh, Bluebeard, and I have so many thoughts. So 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 many thoughts. Um, I'm gonna write a blog post about it. I like that. Um, not only could people hear that in your voice, but if you couldn't see it, which you can't because you're here <laughs> listening, whatever, uh, she like rubbed over her eyebrows and then back behind her <laughs> eyes. It was like one of these like pained. Yeah, the, just so just, just thinking Calm about it. Yeah. from thinking the yes. thoughts were causing Tracy physical harm. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, and then I just started Ready Player One finally. Yes. So Andrew's happy about that. Um, <laughs> you sound less happy. No, no, no. It's it's fine. It's just um, it's slow to start. Okay, well that's good to know because it's slow to start. <laughs> so, um, and then also I've been watching. I've been finally catching up on Agents of Shield. And I'm almost yeah. Done. So yeah, yeah, I was I was super behind on that show. Yeah. Um, mostly because it kind of was a little bit of a small turd at the beginning, and then I just kept being like, oh. And then I finally saw Captain America three, mm-hmm. two, two. two. <laughs> Tracy's gone to the future. I have, I have, and it's, it feels it's a like beautiful three because you saw Avengers. And it, yeah, I I, that's why. Um, and and it makes more sense why Shield, the Agents of Shield show, fits in. And it's good. It's it's way better. I'm happy. Okay, so we're gonna move. And ahead there's with a that. humans now. Yes, there's yes. humans. Like that's a big yes. deal. It's a big big deal. Yes. Okay. Yeah, I'm okay. excited. So, Mike, I was wondering, um, of the the current generation of of comic book based shows, what's your favorite? Uh oh. That's tr- uh, here's the thing, including I really, miniseries. I You're allowed do, to pick miniseries. I really liked Agent Carter. I really yeah. did. Um, my favorite, without question, is Agents of Shield. Um, 
people have shown me Arrow enough times. But the thing is, like, I've read that type of story so many times. Like, oh, I'm troubled and I'm fighting for my city. I get it. To, right. to the point where it's like, that's happening in Batman. That's happening in Arrow. That's about to happen in Daredevil. I'm like, I get that. Like, right. I would love to see a show more like, um, okay, Flash is very fun. I should say that. Mm -hmm. So for me, it's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., Flash, uh, Agent Carter, Arrow. I'm probably sure no one's going to agree with that. Everyone's going to go like, oh, my God, this guy just doesn't like Arrow. I do like Arrow. It's just that I'm really yeah. familiar with that with that everybody on arrow is so pretty. mood yeah yeah it's so I'm pretty oh. <laughs> i just look at it and i'm like somebody needs to break a nose or something sure so you just look more real uh okay okay i said i'm actually also really enjoying flash that's been a lot of fun yeah oh my god yeah i'm i, I i'm curious about powers uh, yes <laughs> i i am yes. more excited about like i don't think enough people have discussed this i i feel like uh I feel like there needs to be a TV show equivalent for kids of, and it doesn't have to be Big Hero 6, something along those lines. I think if the new Miss Marvel gets a comic book, I mean, not comic, she has a comic book. If she gets a TV show that's in the Disney universe, yeah. I'm totally fine with that. Oh, that it, would be cool. Yeah. It's that's like right now idea. it's all Avengers Assemble and like yeah. Agents and of Smash. And it could be on the Disney Channel. Team, team yeah. Titans and, Go. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like if it's, but like again, Marvel needs one. Marvel yeah. needs one that's even more fun for kids than besides the characters that we've known for so long. Right. Yeah. It's like if you're introducing all these new people, Go Miss Marvel. Yeah. Go Rocket Spider Raccoon. Girl. Go Rocket Raccoon and Groot. You tell me there yeah. couldn't be a cartoon Rocket oh, Raccoon and Groot. No, that'd be great. As a kid thing? Yeah. Yes, absolutely. They're so raunchy though. Look, if, if be, Yosemite though. Sam can say Razafraz and this, 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 and you know what's up, why can't he do something similar? Yeah, and not to, to mention, if they can say frack all over Battlestar Galactica <laughs> for seasons and seasons, give him his own swear words. Who cares, yeah. you know? Or that are just... They don't have to be raunchy. They can just be ridiculous. Yeah. Like, like Looney Tunes. Yeah. I'm, oh, I'd be all over that. All right. Look, even just show, give me more. Um, especially because like it was CGI for those two characters. All CGI. Give me some, a couple, like uh, somebody just said today, the Frozen. There's a new Frozen short before Cinderella. There is? Yeah. There's a new no. Frozen. So why can't I see a new Rocket Raccoon and Groot short before Big Hero 6 or vice Good versa point. or whatever? Yeah. Um, yeah. Pixar I would, take, would have a heyday with that. Oh, yeah, I'd absolutely. love to see a Pixar Rocket Raccoon movie. Well, I mean, oh. you, I mean, Howard the Duck short. Yeah, I mean, there's yeah. there's there's things that you can do where it's like, look, man, if you're if you're Marvel and you're making that much money, you want to get you want to make me go see Tomorrowland with is it Tomorrowland? Yeah, yeah, yeah Tomorrowland yeah. with George Clooney. You put something that I want before that, and I'll yeah. stick around for that. Yeah. Man, maybe. But like, but well, I would pay the money. You don't care if I sit in the theater or not. There's a, exactly. There's a Kevin Costner movie <laughs> out right now, and it's like him teaching a bunch of kids to run. Show me a Quicksilver short before that. I'm totally in. Yeah. Now I'm so excited about running that I'll sit there and watch that 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 clearly crappy movie. <laughs> that clearly <laughs> clearly crappy movie. Like, I don't I don't like running. I don't I don't want to run. I don't want to watch a movie about running. Well, look, if it's Quicksilver too, and Flash. I'll, if it's if it's both Quicksilvers and Flash, I'll watch those guys run all day. That's fine. If there's special effects involved, you yeah. tell me. Like, look, if I can watch the was it uh, the Jim Croce time in a bottle, the scene from yes. Days of Future Past. Yes. If I can nope. watch that and go, wow, this is this is stunning. But then you're gonna show me dudes just regular running? Nah, man. Nah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, the other thing I was gonna say about your suggestion is also this is, I mean, we're in a, a generation where like eight year olds. They kind of read comics, but not so much. Like you're introducing them to comics at the at the beginner level. Like, okay, you've got people like us. We're millennials, and we're we're we love Captain America. We love Iron Man. We love the Avengers. We I, love I, whatever. But then you want to start little kids. I think that there's a there's a problem with what you're saying, and it's this: 
they're not being introduced to comics. They're being introduced to comic book characters. Oh. Yeah. You're, you're, I, I see what you're saying, and I, and I, I wish Well, Marvel, was, I don't know that they care as long as they're getting no, their money. No, I think that Marvel, look, look, if Marvel only busts out two movies a year, if they don't want to overdo it, turn it into three, four a year, then, yeah. then you need to start catering to the people and get them back to the books. You can do that, and you can do that at the end of every movie. What, what does it cost you? You're already Disney and Marvel. Yeah. To say, if you like this, and I, I mean a straight up video, if Chris, if Robert Downey Jr. got on there and said, hey guys. Good point. You know, if you love this movie, go support the books so that we can, like, this is like this came, if, if he got on after Iron Man 3 and said, this story, this story was taken mostly from Iron Man Extremists, available in hardback now, go get it, da da da. Yeah. You'd be like, whoa, what? Yeah, yeah. yeah. The, Even you, if they just released it as a short online, YouTube, Okay. Vimeo, whatever. This is the, the best way I can transition over. When we were talking about uh, before the, the Indiegogo and the, all this kind of stuff, mm-hmm. um, LeVar Burton, like you, you, they would they would show you the beginning of a story and then go, if you like this, go check it out at your local library. Why can't they do that for every single yeah. Disney character? At the end of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., once a year, yeah. just have a PSA going, hey guys, go go read more, check out the following comic books. Yeah. These are big hits, da 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 da. It's one big push for like when Amazing Spider Man came back out after right. Superior. It's like just do that stuff, yeah. man. Yeah. It's like you've got the you've got the money. You're Disney, and it's like and you've got the time. It's at the end of the movie that I'm already sitting around waiting for the stinger anyway. Yeah. If I watch the stinger, and it's like and if and if I'm if I'm willing to wait for that, even if it was just you know, hey guys, you know, this year the following books are going to come out, and it's not part of the like when you get the DVD, you don't watch that. Right. But if it's just like, hey, this is where it came from. Mm-hmm. If you're that excited about this character and you don't want to wait two years, you want to learn a little bit more about it, go to your local bookstore, go to this, go to Marvel.com, get an unlimited subscription, blah 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 blah. blah. Yeah. You know, yeah. I I I don't think it's connected to the Disney.com store either. So it's like, oh, that yeah. blows my mind. It's like, look, they've got all that. Just like make a big fuss about it and be like, hey. Uh, but this is a crazy, crazy rant. Anyway, I already believe that every Disney store should become half comic store, and every comic book store should become a half Disney store now. So, like, if you already have, if if Disney owns Marvel, I should see a lot more comic books and graphic novels in the Disney store, which for the longest time has been very princess oriented, yeah. stuffed figures, yeah. all that kind of stuff. So now it's like I see kids, I see little little boys going in there. It's like, oh, he's gonna get the Iron Man costume, he's gonna get the Captain America suit, he's gonna get the Hulk smash gloves, all that right. stuff. Well, it's like funny. they've actually had a lot more because uh, I know people who work there. They've actually had a lot more Star Wars stuff coming in. That's fine too. I'm, I'm, I'm saying, <laughs> but it, like, no, I'm but saying, like, I'm saying, not just fairy tale princess stuff, not just Olaf. The, the yeah. snowman. Yeah. Like, you know, let, let me buy my Iceman statue in there. Let me let me see some other crazy cool stuff. Let it be that if a dad goes in there and he has to buy his daughter this frozen dress, that he can go, oh, look at that. Like, like, like the Disney store should be, like, I, I, I do. I think, I'm not saying a they're sexist. Into. But I think it's, it's, been, it's been leaning towards girls for years and years and years. Well, no, but I was, what I was saying is it's, it's interesting. They're starting to bring all the Star Wars stuff in, and they're not bringing the Marvel stuff in. I don't know that they have to as much. Uh, well, okay. So the other the other side of this is having Disney store things more available in regular comic shops. And by that I mean when they order comic books now, they have to order through a company called Diamond. If right. they were able to order through Disney and slowly get away from that, I mean, it's a, believe me, my, my mind goes way too many places when it comes to this particular argument. Bring 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 about the downfall of Diamond. No, it's, well, I, I don't care for Diamond, but it's only because they don't have they don't have natural competition, which will right. make them better. So yeah. it's like, all right, they are the king of the marketplace as far as distribution for comics. The fact that Marvel doesn't do that in-house, you go to any comic book store and ask them and say, hey, what's your, you know, when you have a problem with books, is it easily taken care of? Is it this, is this? No, it's no. not. When 
when when you have a, a comic book that comes in and it's a variant and it's really really important that the shop be able to sell that and like they don't get it back in time or it's damaged or this it's like is it easy to fix no so if a comic book comes in if if a small small mom and pop shop or a really good example this brings up a really good point heroes and villains around the corner he said to say hi by the way richard hi. said to say what's <laughs> up exactly like that he said exactly like that now, so he's got a shop and he caters to just comic books. He doesn't have all the extra toys that most places have. He doesn't have he doesn't have the extra sci-fi stuff. He doesn't have the what a lot of the other, he doesn't right. have Magic the Gathering. He doesn't have mm-hmm. gaming. He doesn't have that stuff. So his bread and butter is absolutely here's these comics. Right. So if a comic book comes in, it's damaged, right? And it's like here's this variant, and it's only popular this week. It's not going to be as popular next week or the week after, and it takes a couple weeks to get it back in. If there's a damage, reorders, all these kind of stuff. So now. There's a comic book that it's like, if it's a, if it's a if it's a comic book that's so rare when it comes out that you know it's going to be fifty dollars or more in, in value, why isn't it already bagged and boarded? Why isn't it already wrapped up in plastic? Right. Which is a diamond thing, not I imagine a Disney thing. I imagine Disney would be like, oh my god, let's take care of all these things that you want taken care of so that you'll buy them. Right. You know, like, there will be no complaints. A Disney's all about no complaints. Really good, really really good example. You guys remember the, the the measles outbreak that happened over Disneyland? Yes. No. Do you is it still in the news? Is it Nope. Exactly. It's like that 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 massive complaint has already been like dealt with. They're like, no, we got this. And then it was like and then it's like now the big focus is ah, Cinderella movie, frozen this. Yep. Uh, let's talk more about this. Oh, let's drop another Avengers trailer and let's right. shut all that up. But it's like, yeah. okay. If a, if a comic book shop can really really start to expand because they're no longer catering just to, and I don't I don't believe it's always going to be this way or anything like that. But like if if the majority of the audience is um, young boys and men, right? And if it's older men and that kind of stuff, if they said, hey, guess what? We're we're gonna we're, we're really gonna make an effort to push some of these books to get girls involved. And I don't mean girl books. I don't mean like only saying Wonder Woman and Spider Woman right. and all that stuff. I mean all books. Like get right. those kids more involved. Some of that's going to be, hey, if Disney comes to you and says, you buy 100 copies of Star Wars number one, you're going to get these vinyl pop figures or, like, or their own exclusives right. at a cheaper rate that, that, that are also available at the Disney store. So now, what do they care if it's like, it's not going to hurt their market. They're just going to build up their, they're going to continue to build their yeah. own brand and expand their audience. Yeah in a comic book shop, and in a Disney store. Those those things should look identical. If I walk into a Disney store and I go, oh my gosh, if I can look at an Iron Man mask that's like twelve ninety nine or whatever, I should be able to look underneath that and see a stack of graphic novels. Here's Iron Man Volume 1, here's Captain America Volume 1, like all yeah, that stuff. That would be right. cool. Yeah. That'd, be, that'd be good. Yeah. And if you want to make it like where it's like a chase and people have to go buy it, you make a Disney store exclusive version of that graphic novel. How yeah. hard is that? Yeah. That's all I mean. Uh, okay. <laughs> I, I really, I, I got, okay. I'm pump my brakes. Sorry. <laughs> no, no, I like it. All right, Andrew, um, what are you into? You're the last one here. I am the last one. Um, let's see. I've been reading. I just fin- finally finished that history. The history book I was working on was... Uh, the Plantagenets. The Plantagenets. Was finally. it good? Yeah, it was. It was interesting. Um, but I started reading uh, William Gibson's Neuromancer. Nice. And so far, so good. It, it's a little, like, he jumps around locations and a lot and quickly okay so you're you're kind of you're kind of just grasping to, to, to hang on um people have told me like by the end it all makes sense it's all you're all good so i'm, I'm just running with it right now but it's it's, it's been pretty enjoyable it, awesome it, i mean i'm like 50 pages in at a, about 215 it's pretty crazy do you guys each other tracy and andrew do you guys like like to challenge each other on the show to read specific things 
Sometimes. Does ever get into that? Yeah, but a little it's, bit. It's typically like... Ready Player One has been one. He's been <laughs> I, I feel like you guys should do but that with comic books like once a month. The, I really do. The big difference for me is that um, we tend to not like necessarily the same things. Like we vector. We definitely <laughs> vector, but it's like I'm much more in the realm of fantasy and he's much more in the realm of um, sci-fi. Okay. So we have some crossover and if it's a really good book, then we'll... But I mean, like I, I read a bunch of um, fantasy novels over the last... Uh, summer break and i don't think i don't think you've read any of them actually i've handed them no. out to everybody but you but i imagine yeah. with comic books it's probably a little easier but like yeah. even if you yeah. guys said like that's true though the, like the he'll, kind he'll of fan base that stuff, this guy like, has like if you guys openly challenge each other once a month on this show and said you have to read this like yeah. i thought this yeah. was great and like and then then like over the course of a month you like you have one that if you both agree on like mm-hmm. it's great like that, okay now you guys know like what your favorite book of the month was or all that kind of stuff yeah. I, I mean i know that you guys all the blogging and stuff like that like that's yeah. gotta be an easy Saturday reviews, yeah, yeah 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 it's like it's yeah. it's probably really really easy to say like here's the one thing that we both really really enjoyed yeah. we each made yeah. each other read one but this was the one that we both could agree oh my gosh this was fantastic um, yeah and i think um this afternoon i was catching up on on comics during lunch and i, I got the last the last issue of new new avengers and avengers yeah it's finally starting. I, finally I starting to make sense <laughs> and part of part of it is we, we we know where it's going we know it's going to secret wars right and they're introducing some some past Secret Wars related stuff into it now. I'm I don't want to spoil anything. Right. I know what you go ahead. Yeah. So it's like <laughs> I'm sitting here like, oh, that's what's going on. Okay. <laughs> because there were there were about there were like five or six issues there. I'm like, I if it's good. I I don't know what's going on or where it's going. But I I, I also have a lot of faith in Jonathan Hickman. Everybody does. Everybody does, and rightly so. Yeah, after after, I, mean, I really enjoy his all of his mini series, but after um, his Fantastic Four yep. run and uh, Manhattan Project so far, I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll side with you on Fantastic Four. The rest is like hit or miss for me. Some yeah. some stuff I'm like no, no, no. Yeah, yeah, I mean some of it like I, I'm I'm not quite as big on nightly news as everyone else is. Yeah, <laughs> um, I really really liked Pax Romana. Mm-hmm. So is Hickman the one that's doing East to West right now? No. Yes. 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 I love and I'm that. behind on East or West. That is, I'm behind on that. As that's well. it's good. It's but I'm crazy. Yeah. It's it it calls out to so many mythologies and folk stories and Uh-oh. songs and stuff. Just, I mean, I'm I'm reading it and I'm like, that's a reference and that's a reference and that's a, and it's all stuff that I know, like stuff that I've, I think I think I might have one that would <sighs> possibly interest awesome. you both. Have you guys read Manifest Destiny? No, you've told no. me about it. And I need. Oh to. my god, it's available in trade now. First yep. one's called Volume One: Flora and Fauna. Uh, Matthew Roberts, who's going to be at the show, and he's also doing an exclusive Ooh. for the show. Ooh, he's drawing a Hulk versus Thor thing for us. His artwork is so badass. The even even the first like first trade. Get the first trade. Get the first trade. Like that is one that you would read and go, oh, I, I see. You'd give it to him. You guys, oh, this is like it's a little bit for everybody. It's like the reimagining of uh, Lewis and Clark and like. But nice. there's there's some really messed up elements into it, like uh, uh, Native American gods and some other stuff, and like monsters awesome. and creatures. It's it's, That's r- awesome. it's really really cool. All yeah. right, we'll definitely check that out then. It's closer to the Odyssey than anything else that I can think of. Yeah, nice. That's a book I just can't get into. Not not like what? Not Homer's Odyssey. There's a book called Odyssey. O d y dash c. And like I, it, it's supposed to be you know basically a science fiction version of the Odyssey, and it's just parts of it aren't making enough sense that I'm I just. It looks cool. It looks good, but I just can't. I tell you right now, it. drop that book. Drop that. Book. I already did. Good. I, I dropped it an issue or two ago. Manifest destiny. Manifest. Manifest destiny. I wrote it down. Destiny. Good. I wrote it down. It's on. Good. It's on my. 
paper here. It is. Manifest Destiny. Can't say it enough. <laughs> Get that book. All right, so if you guys like what we do, make sure you head on over to thereforeageek.com and check out our other podcasts and the blog. You can follow, uh, like us on Facebook at thereforeageek.com slash thereforeageek. Thank you, Tracy. Yay. Follow us on Twitter at thereforeageek. Tracy's at Mary Eyes. Mm-hmm. And you can download this podcast on iTunes or Stitcher. Don't forget Instagram. You guys forget Instagram. We're not actually currently on Instagram. Yeah, but she, she, we just we just tagged you guys in something on Instagram. So right, technically, well, I guess we're on Instagram. Yeah. Right? We will have we will have to we'll, uh, we'll have to work on that before this podcast comes <laughs> out. Then I will challenge you guys to start. We'll posting put something some funny up there. There you I'll go. Find there something funny. There will be funny. something on Instagram from us by the time this we, podcast I like to comes put out. Panels. I like to put up one panel from a book that I'm reading at a time, like just nice. something silly, like nice. you know. So once again, I'm Andrew. And I'm Tracy. And you've been listening to Therefore a Geek.